Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Good morning and welcome to Down to Dong Podcast episode nine, four, one. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com slash down to dunk and get The Athletic and gift a subscription for free. Buy one, gift one. Follow us on the Instagram and on YouTube. I am Luke. Joined today by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Uh, Taylor, oh my God, how do you tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Huh? You'll see one later and one in a while. (laughs) Slam through. And Jay, it's Jay. It's Jay. Uh, Just me and Tayshawn here today. That's all we got. Dropping like and Luke, obviously, obviously. Dropping like flies out there. Um, hope everybody's <laughs> doing all right today. It's Friday. It's a great day. We're in the middle of the Thunder preseason. We're in between the Thunder playing the Chicago Bulls twice, which just feels unnecessary on so many levels, but it's going to happen anyways. <laughs> uh, We're even doubling up on the preseason games. Doubling up the preseason games at home. At home to the Bulls twice. Yeah, it's great. Get to see Billy. The funniest thing, and I didn't mention this Wednesday, about Billy Donovan is he he clearly hates wearing a mask and just oh. kept taking it off during the game. And the times that he would take it off is the time that you need to wear it the most, which is when you yell. <laughs> takes it off to yell. When you yell, when you're in a huddle, he needs his players to see his mouth, Andrew. I guess. If you can't see your coach's mouth, you don't really know how serious he's being. Right. Uh, The other thing that I don't know if we'll be covered, so we're going to try to answer everybody's question today. Taylor and I will. We're going to try to go through every question. We are going to give you a Tayshaun's factoid, fickery, mictory, uh, and we're going to try to answer all your questions. I don't know that there's a question about this Clippers drama, though, which is could be nothing. But it could be the biggest something that's happened in the NBA in a long, long time. So the TMZ reported earlier this week that there was a man that said that he helped deliver Kawhi Leonard to the Clippers and they promised to pay him two and a half million dollars to make that happen. So he was feeding them information. He was apparently at this dinner where they decided everything with Jerry West and Kawhi and he is suing Jerry West because he didn't get his money. So now the NBA deemed it worthy of an investigation 
And if they find texts, emails, evidence that this is true, I mean, it really, it just all comes down to, can they find a paper trail? Can they find actual evidence that this happened? <laughs> Jerry West does not leave paper trails, Andrew. <laughs> You're probably He's right. He's been doing this for too long. You're probably right. But if they do, the worst case scenario for the Clippers, which would be hilarious on so many levels, is they would have to void Kawhi's contract. And he would become a free agent. Like immediately. Okay. Do you trust that the NBA would actually do that though? If I think it is were, in the, the league's David, best interest that Kawhi stays there. If this were David Stern, I would say yes. This could definitely happen. If this, because it's Adam Silver, there's absolutely no chance this would ever happen because it's Adam Silver. Adam Silver doesn't yeah. hardly find guys. So yeah. I don't think anything will happen with it, but just something to keep an eye on, something to keep an eye on. And the league, as much as they say, you know, as much as they talk about how ratings don't matter or whatever, they do matter. I mean, especially yep. right now, TV ratings matter. Yep. And so you want the stars in the bigger markets that have the larger TV contracts that LA being the number one, isn't it? Yeah, but you know who could sign him right now outright? The Knicks. The New York Knicks. <laughs> oh, my God. So maybe you know what? My, tune, to my tune might change on this. My, uh, <laughs> hmm. The whole, the, the Julius Randle, Kawhi Leonard combo is going to just wreck the East. That's going to be crazy, man. <laughs> New Knicks Nets rivalry. For real. Uh, yeah, that'll never happen. But it's just really fun to think about. Could Kawhi think. take the Knicks to the finals? Mm-mm-mm. Not that Knicks team. Obi? Obi tops? Obi? Frank? Yeah. Frank? Frankie yeah. Smokes? Yeah, no way. Uh, a little bit says that he's really hoping that someday that we can do another live pod after this virus has passed. I would love to. It would be wonderful. We really would love to because it's fun for us. We get a lot of free food and free drinks usually. <laughs> this is true. Good afternoon and from Greece, Taylor. From Greece. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I was going to try to pronounce that name, but I am not. Christos. And I'll stop there. Thanks for listening, Christos. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> So we're going to try to answer all your questions, but first. Dave John's back toy bigger and mystery. Dave John's back toy bigger and mystery. I wanted to talk about Shaq, and this is a oh, this is a personal thing. This is great. Yeah. <clears throat> You're a big Shaq man. But I wanted to see if you knew some of these stories and maybe we can share some stories. But the reason I want to share some good Shaq stories, like of how he's a good person, is because I forget. Because the TNT broadcast, I just feel like he's never been good at it. And he seems kind of cranky. He seems like a bully. Yeah. Uh, he's a total and bully. I just don't, I don't, huh? Like Shaq is a bully. Yeah. But I just don't like him on there. Self-professed so bully. Yeah. 
Jeff Perlman wrote a book called The Three Ring Circus. And in there, he has a lot of stories about Shaq being a really good teammate, essentially, mm-hmm. because he's comparing how Kobe was not a good teammate. Yeah. And, uh, and Shaq was great. And what Shaq would do is every time there was a rookie, he would often take rookies out and um, buy them all new wardrobes, nice suits, whatever. If you search Shaq pays for funeral, he's paid for so many random funerals over the last 30 years. That's amazing. He just pays for funerals. Um, also, the the best part is uh, when Mark Madsen was on the Lakers. Mark mm-hmm. Madsen is Mormon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so Shaq, when he figured out that Mark Madsen was looking for a Mormon woman to marry and that he wouldn't like really be <laughs> dating around like some of the other guys would, he started every time they'd go out, if there was a new, um, you know, per, woman working on their airplane. And this seems a little, uh, maybe a little crossing the line. Forward. He would ask her, Hey, are you Mormon? This is my friend, Mark. Are you Mormon? And whenever they were out in different cities, he would just stop beautiful women and say, hey, this is Mark. Are you Mormon? <laughs> and would was trying to find him a Mormon wife. And I think that's strange and probably crossing a line, but also nice. Did it work? It comes, no, it didn't work. He, oh, okay. Mark Madsen, I actually looked into this. Mark Madsen just got married uh, four years ago. It oh. took him a long time to find his uh, Mormon wife. Is Mormon mommy. I, I was hoping that this was going to end up being that he asked some lady on an airplane. She was Mormon and they got married. That would be amazing. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think Shaq like really understood the situation because I, unless you're in Salt Lake City, I don't think a random person is likely to be Mormon. It's unlikely. And I feel like that's more of Shaq just messing with him though. But it sounds nice too. It could potentially be nice, but it's probably just more of him messing with Mark Madsen. <laughs> probably. Mark Madsen talks about it in very endearing fashion. He does, yeah. I'm sure yeah. you do. I mean, it's Shaq. I mean, he's Mark Madsen. Like, Mark Madsen, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, do you have any good Shaq stories? Um, I mean, I have, my, I have my personal Shaq story that I could tell. You can do it. I don't know if my, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have heard it. If you're listening to the pod, I'll try to tell the abbreviated version. Um, so it was my senior year of college, I think, 2008, 2008, 2009. Um, my wife, who is not my wife at the time, my wife, my fiance, called me and said, "Hey, Shaq is going to be at this church, and he's going to be." doing this speech for feed the children and if you bring peanut butter you can go see it like oh that sounds weird uh i don't even know if that sounds real is that real um so find out yes it's real and there's a contest whoever brings the most peanut butter gets to meet shack gets to fly out to phoenix um gets a taylor Gets, Sorry, my baby. <laughs> gets a, uh, a free sh- uh, signed Shaq jersey, all this kind of stuff. And so I'm like, great. I need to get as much peanut butter as humanly possible. So I s- sent out at the time, like Facebook was a thing. Uh, There's definitely no Twitter. There was nothing like that. But even emails, <laughs> sending out emails to people um, that, hey, 
I'd love to meet Shaq. I've always wanted to meet Shaq. Can you help me do this? And so I ended I ended up getting 535 jars of peanut butter, um, most of which was from Aldi because I found out it was the cheapest peanut butter. And at the time, like the return policies at Walmart were like barely <laughs> anything. And so hold on, I, you spent re- you spent your own money on getting this peanut butter. Most most of it was people bringing me peanut butter. I would take the peanut butter that people brought me, take it back to Walmart, and get cash, get enough cash to go buy out Aldi of their peanut butter. Oh, because maybe like if someone brought you Skippy or, or like Jif, yeah. you could get two jars of Aldi peanut get, butter for that one. Some people bring me like these like big jars of Jif, and that's worth three or four jars at Aldi. Oh. <laughs> so I would I, I would go buy, I would just walk out of Aldi with just these pallets of peanut butter. Dang. Uh, ended up with 535 jars of peanut butter, won the contest, floated up to the stage to meet Shaq. Uh, it was incredible. Got to meet him. They flew me and my dad out to Phoenix. We watched the Suns and Spurs play. Uh, it was amazing. Wow. Would, so you met him. Was he nice to you? Yeah. He gave me a, a, a bro shake. A bro shake? What's that? Like just like, what up, bro? Give me a handshake. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, cool. And then a shake. Yeah. And then, so he called you bro and then he gave you a shake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, okay. Uh, <laughs> Did he ask you to be Mark Madsen's wife? He said, "Are you Mormon?" Because <laughs> this is longer. Than uh, I don't know ago. why I wanted to talk about Shaq. I think this was more for me. Yeah. Because I want to see him as greater than the TNT broadcast version of him is. And so I think this is just kind of a a washing over of uh, oh, yeah. older stories. To, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so thank you. And now we're going to take a short break. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? (laughs) You mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. 
Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. And now we're back from that. We're going to go through as many of these Twitter questions as we can. Hello, white black who's from Morocco. Wow. Good morning from Morocco. Amazing. Um, Let's see. At underscore. OKC MVP. What known losers would Andrew be okay with on the team to ensure Pressy's master plan comes to fruition? Um, you know, most known losers I'd be okay with. I would not, we could go over the, the guys that I'm not wanting to welcome to Oklahoma city. Mm. Uh, I would not be okay with welcoming Reggie Jackson back to Oklahoma city. Mm, 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 Would you? Absolutely not. He's done. Yeah, he's he's, done. He's toast. When he cried, when he cried because he was so relieved to not be in OKC anymore, you cut off, kid. He threw up on the bench because he was so (laughs) nervous. Good job. Good job. Remember when he was sick and then he did a windmill dunk at practice in front of all the media? Yeah, he was hurt. He's on the end. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, yeah. Never him. And then most probably all other known losers like new Williams could very easily become a thunder player. And I would mm-hmm. welcome him with open arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, just have him take, just take some shots. It's cool. Play no could these be for these known losers? Because it gets kind of dangerous with some of them, right? You may accidentally stumble into a TJ Warren situation yeah. where he's, he's figured out he can score 50 points four games in a row. Yeah. That's a problem. So you have to make sure you've traded all the other good players on the team. For these, for a known loser to come here, Horford can't be here. Hale can't be here. Yeah. SGA can't be here. Well, here's why. I mean, TJ Warren, I wouldn't want him because his loserness would rub off on guys like Poku and Bays and Shea. Um, mm. One, he would be taking shots from them. And then two, just, I mean, you have no choice but to just, incorporate the bad habits into your own game once you witness it. So I want to keep him away. It's so powerful. He's so powerful. I want to keep him it's as far so away stinky. as stinky. So terrible. It's like Subway. You walk into a Subway for 10 seconds, you smell like Subway the rest of the day. <laughs> you watch TJ Warren play basketball, you play like that the rest of your life. Yeah, it's true. It's horrible. I've watched it. I can't stop. I'm taking mid-range jumpers every time I get the ball. <laughs> Andrew's dropping 50 on his kids at home now. <laughs> We're getting a basketball goal for Christmas. Don't tell my kids. Don't tell my kids. Don't um, say it out loud. I, well, they can't hear me. But we're getting one, and I'm very excited about it. About to teach yeah. Warren on them all day. Oh, you're about to teach these sons, literally, <laughs> about to. how to play basketball. Um, way at Wave Papaydon. Papaydon. That can't be right. I'm so sorry. What value does a 
short two guard with absolutely no offensive talent provide to a team trying to lose. And after what we saw Wednesday night, how do you feel about Baisley's ceiling as much more than a three and D four? Uh, so is he talking about Lou Dort? I think Who's he's he talking. About? I think he's talking about Lou Dort. Well, so what value does he provide to a team that is trying to lose? He's missing shots. That was that's helpful. what I was going to say. If he has no offensive game, that's very helpful to a team that's trying to lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lou's going to have games where he makes shots, and he's going to have games where he goes over. And those are the those are obviously the extremes that you're going to go to most of the night. I mean, he's probably going going to be a 29 to 30 percent three point shooter. That's what he'll be. Mm-hmm. That's probably what he is. He maybe can improve that throughout the years, but uh, it takes some time to get there. So, I I don't know. I wouldn't bring a ton of judgment on Lou after that game against the Bulls. He may come out tonight and score 15 points. It's totally possible. So. No, I mean, there's no real judgment there. I mean, he is a talented player. He provides value on the defensive end. For a team that's trying to lose, I mean, honestly, does it really matter who who these guys are <laughs> and what their what their roles are? Uh, it, they they know that they've got a talented guy. At at best, he's a guy that sticks around and helps, and then perhaps he's just a, tr- a future trade chip as well. Um, maybe you get to the end of his contract and you're still not where you want to be as a franchise and maybe you flip him. So I wouldn't worry too much about it though. Hoops talk 69 says I'm old enough to remember Lou scoring 30 in game seven. Yeah. And I was uh, thinking about this yesterday. What if that was like when Corey Brewer scored 50, you know, it's like he did it once and years later he's like, well, what's he done since one time he scored 50 and it's shocking. Isn't it? Can't hear you. I asked the question: Is that is that going to be his career high? Is that his career, his playoff <laughs> career high? Do we witness it already? So, did Terrence Ross score fifty one his rookie year? Was that his rookie year or second year? I don't know. It was very early in his yeah, career. Yeah, it was early. Career yeah. high. Career high. We can go ahead and say it. His career is not done career high yeah that could easily be Lou Dort's playoff career high you know I mean it probably probably is and you have to think about will he ever get that many shots that open ever again will that situation ever be presented they'll be open but hopefully we won't have a coach that will allow such things to happen ah (laughs) dang floppy dag nuts Bobby Dagnuts is not going to let that happen. Uh, Are you calling him Coach uh, Dagnalt or Coach Dag? I'm. Or Mark. I, have, I have called him Coach. I am trying my best to not say their names in the press conferences, though, because everybody's doing it, and you feel obligated mm. to do it now. Like we we're talking to, yeah, um, Shay, could you tell me? Um, yeah. Uh, hey, my buddy Shay. <laughs> Darius, could you tell me? And it's just okay. We're we could only be talking to one person because there's only one person on the screen. So I'm trying to steer clear of the name. So mm. I don't know what I call him yet. 
Okay. Uh, well, please uh, let me know. I've been in text. I'm just calling him Coach Dag. Yeah, Coach Dag. Also, I'm I'm horrified that I might call him Marcus if I ever see him. So. <laughs> Uh, at, at corner tray three, does Shea have the demeanor to be a vocal leader of the team, or is that even necessary? He seems pretty quiet or shy last year. Thanks. Oh, it's not necessary this year, but maybe for the future. Yeah, I mean, Shea's going to have to, and we. <laughs> this has been a point of contention on Twitter and on the pod and everywhere for me even i was on the radio the other night they were asking me about this ideally shea is not the best player on the team he's got to improve a lot to get there let's say that to be the guy that the thunder need him to be he's got to be a lot better than he is today and to his credit he has been really good so far like he looked really really good against the bulls it's great but he's he's got to be a first ballot Hall of Fame type of player to be the guy the Thunder want him to be. So I'm I'm I don't know that it matters that he's the vocal leader. I'm so I wouldn't I honestly wouldn't worry about that. I I mean ideally you could get a guy like Cade Cunningham to come in and be the vocal leader. And like he truly is a vocal leader. Like you watch him play with the Cowboys and he is leading that team. That is not is not a good college basketball team, and he's led them to a lot of wins already. So that's the kind of guy that you want to be your vocal leader. I am honestly seeing Shea step into that a little bit more this year. Uh, he's not shy. He's not that same guy that he was when he first got to Oklahoma City a year ago. He's a lot different, and I can you can see him kind of coming into his own. So. One, probably doesn't matter if he is. Two, he kind of is becoming that. <laughs> so that's that's the answer. He's not he's definitely not as shy. I think that he he learned a lot from Chris Paul last year. It's yeah, Hoopstock sixty nine saying, Can James Harden be the guy? Because I think SGA can reach that level of player. So I think he's speaking to Harden clearly not being a very good vocal leader of his team. Any leader a leader of any quality about yeah. you know. So really, Hoopstock, I don't know what you're saying. So you're saying this is kind of a diss then. Oh, you're dissing SGA. It's kind of a diss. But he's also kind of, he's more probably dissing Harden, asking if Harden can be the guy. Like like James Harden, like one of the top five players in the NBA. The next level of his, the next evolution of Harden's game, being a good leader. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll get there. Don't worry. I I still got a lot of game to, to grow into. He's been doing trust falls every day. He's trying to become a leader. Uh, it's kind of sad on Reddit. There's a lot of Rockets fans that are like, man, Christian Wood looks like he's built to be a pick and roll partner with Harden. Yeah. And they're all just, he's so much better than, than uh, Capella. It's amazing. He's perfect for Harden. It's just, this is so sad. Harden's going to leave this perfect partnership. Christian Wood. He looked pretty good. Do you see him? I mean, he looks good. Yeah, he does look good. <laughs> He's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I got to see real. We got to see real ball. We're gonna see. We get, like, to, we get to see Christian Wood next week against against Al Horford. I can't wait. But if you're Harden, you're like, hmm. Should I stay with Christian Wood or go play with Embiid or with Kevin Durant hmm. and Kyrie? Hmm. What should I do? Just think about it. He's better than Capella. 
at Rossby, who is the most overrated player in the NBA? Who is the most underrated player in the NBA? Hmm. Overrated. Any thoughts? Oh, I think Kawhi's probably overrated at this point. Whoa. Finals MVP overrated? Led two, Not last year led he wasn't. Franchises. I mean, to me, the easy answer is Paul George. But that's too easy. That's obvious. Kawhi had just as bad yeah. the last couple games as Paul George. Maybe worse. Yeah. he's Physically, he's breaking down a little bit, too. Or maybe the stress of of getting his uh, his buddy paid two and a half million dollars is just too much, too much to carry. I don't even understand this story because why do you need to pay some guy two and a half million dollars to help you get Kawhi Leonard? He came to them. He's like a, he came to them saying like, "Hey, I know exactly how you can get Kawhi. He's like, first you need to go get Paul George. Second, you need to do this, this, and this. This is what you need to say to him. This is how you're going to get him." I, I yeah, that's it the, still just that, doesn't make sense to me. That's that's the story, that's the story. Okay, um, overrated Kyrie Irving, most overrated player in the NBA. He's pretty overrated. I don't know though. He's not considered top ten. I don't know. He might be properly is rated. He, he's just a popular player. He's very popular. That is definitely a thing with him. Who else is overrated? I'm trying to think of guys that are talked about. I don't think anyone's really overrated right now. Maybe there's a smart guy that's overrated. We have to, maybe we're thinking too high. Yeah. SGA. Jimmy. SGA. SGA overrated. Yeah. (laughs) Completely overrated. Basley probably overrated. (laughs) Probably every Thunder player overrated in the mind, in our hearts and minds. Cal Tran, shout out from Melbourne. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, okay, next question. At Secret the Gold Coast. Secret Anked PP. Should we be hopeful <laughs> about the NBA investigating a guy suing Jerry West and Kawhi? Um, hopeful? Yes. Thinking about if it could actually happen, probably not. At mm. Fluky, name something in your life that is as certain as Hami shooting us to the number one draft pick. Wow. Um, something that is as certain is me somehow eating food of some Asian variety. Oh. Uh, three times a week. Definitely. And unfortunately, that does include Panda Express. Two or three of the total of three times per week. Really? I'm eating a lot of Panda Express, dude. I mean, it's an every Wednesday lunch thing, and it's probably happening one or two other times during the week as well. Has this been? Like it's a, kind of embarrassing. Has this been a but, constant thing for you? Is this only because you have um, a man bun now? Uh, is it a man bun? I, I can't what bun it. it. It's just like a ponytail. It? It's like a half ponytail. I'd get the back up if I could, bro. A, par- a partial pony? A partial pony. <laughs> um, I mean, as certain as me drinking five cups of coffee every day. Yeah. that's. Dang, you're up to five? That's almost grandpa levels. 
Yeah, I'm just sipping coffee all morning. Dude, from, from that is grandpa on. levels of coffee. From now till lunch, we'll be just sipping coffee. Uh, let's see. At Implicit Storm, have you ever broken your phone? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> broken, broken my phone before. Uh, yep. At Mal, Mal, Malalu Diallo. Since Steven, who is always the obvious answer, is gone, which new Thunder player would you want to be trapped on a desert island with? Hmm. Not Baisley. <clears throat> no, like Baze, if you went off of Baze's online personality, it would definitely be Baze. Yeah. Um, but his I mean, maybe if he doesn't know that you're part of the that you're part of the media, maybe you would be cool though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Because he just he gets real reserved around the media. Mm, that's a good way to say it. Um, <laughs> uh, you know who is just incredibly pleasant? Is George Hill. Mike Mascala. Mike Mascala. He's yeah. outrageously pleasant. Um, he'd be a fun guy to to be. I mean, legitimately could be friends. Like really great guy. Maybe you will be. Perhaps we will be. Maybe he sticks around. He's a good guy. And then mm. you go through the rest of the roster. Like, stop me when you think that there's a possibility of you wanting to be trapped on a desert island with this human person. Poku, no way. Isaiah Roby. Am- no. Admiral Schofield. No. Moses Brown. No. TJ Leaf. No. Hell, I would kill his ass on the first day and eat him, and I'd survive. Lou Dort. Maybe Lou Dort. Uh, Lou Dort would yeah. be great. Lou yeah, Lou Dort would be good. Uh, Trevor Ariza. No. Teo. I guess. Justin Jackson. Yeah, he seems nice. I mean, he's, uh, in your words, in Andrew's words, he super sucks at he basketball. Does. He does. He super sucks. Uh, George Hill. Yeah. George Hill would be great. Yeah. Of the guys that are probably sticking around, Al Horford would probably also be nice. He's yeah. just a pleasant gentleman. The shelter you'd have to build for these guys, though, is too much. They build their own Think shelter. Build your own shelter, Mike Muscala. Huh? Build your own shelter, Mike Muscala. No, 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 no. We have to be... You have to get body heat in the wind, in the nights, dude. You gotta you gotta lay next to each other. <laughs> or have you not been thinking of it that way? <laughs> no, I guess then you really would want Mike Muscala or Al Horford. You definitely wouldn't want Poku. Like Poku's not keeping you warm at night. <laughs> no, that bag of bones. <laughs> that's like me trying to keep a bag of bones dr- warm. <laughs> At Austin underscore thirty five. Who will be the first member of Down to Dunk to want to abandon the tank and just be competent with being a relevant and competitive franchise going forward? Hmm. Isn't it easily? I'm Jay? gonna. S- yeah, I was gonna say Jay. Jay's so competitive because Jay can. And he can talk himself into something working. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it happening. Yeah. I think it's definitely Jay. If this takes. He's the biggest four, optimist of the, uh, of the podcast. Yeah. If as this, far as his Thunder fandom goes. If this takes four years or something, then yeah. Like, I think Jay could just be like, guys, I just, I just want to see winning basketball again. You know? Four years. 
I don't know, man. God, this sounds this sounds like back in March when they're like, yeah, you know, this could easily go through winter. And you're like, there's just no way. How could we possibly get to winter and this still be happening? There's, <laughs> there's just no way this is going to be more than three weeks. We're all just That's what you just made me feel like with the tank. Because well. I'm thinking, okay, I can take it a year at a time. One year. It's good to go. Uh, I don't think it'll take four years, but I'm just saying it could take four years. <laughs> it could take longer than that. It could take decades. No, it uh, really could. Just okay. never get there. At Tanking Thunder, is having a competent point guard over or undervalued? I thought I said, okay. Yeah, is having a competent point guard undervalued? Uh,. I guess, but who's trying to not have a competent point guard because they don't value it? The Clippers? Do they have a competent yeah. point guard? Wait, who's? I thought they got one, though. I mean, Patrick Beverly is their point guard. He's competent. But he's he's not competent. Really a, he's not really a point guard, though. No. That's the thing about um, that I, team is they don't have really any passers. Yeah, like that's passers. true. Is Luke Kennard the best passer on the Clippers? I couldn't even tell you because I haven't watched enough of him to know if he how good he is. Honestly, Kawhi is a really good passer. He's a pretty good passer. He's not a really good passer. When he wants to pass, he's a good passer. This is the thing with passing, too, is you see what guys are capable of in yeah. some games when they just click in and they want to do that. And it's that's what makes LeBron so incredible is he doesn't really have to decide, okay, I'm going to be a playmaker this game or a scorer this game he is literally all of it every single game and it's really wild because you compare him to the other best players and they have to make a concerted effort to play certain ways Mm -hmm. when you're that talented as Kawhi is I mean is he a top three ISO player in the league right now probably so yeah I mean he can get to his spot whenever he wants and hit that whenever he wants and that's yeah it's, over it's anyone funny. yeah uh let's see this is from at tim gatch thoughts on the teo dort hami poku roby lineup love it the key to uh the key to success and reward this is a, yeah this is how we get to draft lottery night and have a, have a chance have a real chance have our 14 percent chance that's how you get there <laughs> From at P underscore Artham. Does Poku have the longest leash and greenest light of any Thunder player ever? <laughs> I'll say this, man. I don't think it's a coach thing. Sometimes the ball just finds the player. Sometimes you got a player, the yeah. ball just gravitates to them. Yeah. I think that's the case. I, I hope that he continues to, to get minutes. Because... He he's gonna have to learn how to play somehow, and it's just through getting experience against high level competition. Because I mean, he's played against the Bulls and the Spurs, both not good teams, the best competition he's ever played against in his whole life. Yeah. So if you think of it that way, two of eleven, pretty good. <laughs> he, you know what? I some people are kind of down on his performance against the Bulls. Actually liked it because he was trying different stuff. He wasn't just um, jacking it immediately. 
Um, <laughs> he was um, he wasn't just getting the ball and just throwing it up. He was driving and he was trying to find guys. He found Moses Brown twice for assists. He was blocking shots. He was he was trying to do other stuff. Yeah, most he is going to just struggle if he's going to become a good NBA player. He's going to have some real growing pains, both physically and mentally. But yeah, he's got the talent is undeniable. The fact that he can grab a board, look up and dribble up the court and make decisions like that's a big deal at his size. So uh, the Thunder definitely give him a, a long leash and a green light. Just, hey, like go play, go play your game. And, you know, sometimes you get these rookies that have high potential. And even in preseason games, they can't really, they can't even get, you know, five shots up. They can't even figure out how to get shots up or what to do. And Alexi, he's going for it. Yeah. That's a good thing. I do think it's a good thing. Yeah. He's not being that talented and being able to just say, okay, I'm just going to do it. Mm hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. From at P underscore Artham again. If you had to have an eight-man rotation lineup from this team and you didn't know the opponent, which eight would you choose? From the say it again. I don't understand. Best eight-man rotation. Okay, for the Thunder. For the Thunder. SGA, Dort, Horford. Baisley, mm. who's going to be that three spot? I think George Hill will get that spot. Okay. Yeah, I think George Hill will get that spot. I don't. I don't think Justin Jackson, Justin Jackson, should have that spot. <laughs> nope, he's not making the eight man team. No, 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 no. He better not. So, George so Hill. if you're really trying to so win. Three guys off the bench. George Hill is definitely on there. Teo, I think, is a part of that. And then you got to pick two more guys off the bench, which this is where it becomes kind of dicey. Um, um, you can't like if we're really trying to win and Ariza's in, I'm picking Ariza. No Ariza. Okay. We haven't seen him in a Thunder jersey yet. Mike Muscala is probably the next guy. Michael Scott, like, he's an NBA player. Like, he just is. And he really is. He, I was watching him, you know, the other game against San Antonio, mm-hmm. and he was just nailing those jumpers. He he was, but so comfortably, and like it's nothing. Yeah, he can shoot. Really can really shoot. So other options for our last guy. Uh, let's see. Poku. Poku. Not if you're trying to win a game, I don't think. Hani. I think so. Not if you're trying to win a game. Um, Frank Jackson? Like I guess. Like he's just he's your like he's just your average NBA player, right? Like he's just Yeah. Like pretty good. Like pretty good athlete. Maybe. Like pretty good off the dribble. Pretty good in the pick and roll. Pretty good shooter. So maybe it's Frank. I'm going Darius Miller. Darius Miller hadn't played. He's like the the, the idea of Dar- the idea of Darius Miller, is what you're saying? Yeah, he's on the <laughs> roster. Yeah. He's coming back from an Achilles, though. Oh, God. Yeah. I think it's probably Frank Jackson, or you just roll the dice with Poku and just see what he, and just say, all right, 
Let's see what you can do, big guy, skinny guy. <laughs> bag of bones. <laughs> Get on out there, you bag of bones. Uh, at tbray87, I know it's early, but would you rather have the number one pick in, the next, in next year's draft or two picks in the top ten, like three and nine, for example? I think three and nine. Give me the number. I think one number pick. one. Give me the number one pick. Give you it. could still. You might get two number one picks with the three and nine in this draft, though. I don't know. Give me what I know. Well, give like I know. Cade Cunningham's going to be a, a boss in the NBA, right? Yeah. Give yeah. Me the, give me that because the ninth pick. Okay. The further you, you slide down the less likely that that guy turns into an All-NBA or Hall of Fame type of player. Number one picks, sure, some of them have not been good. Anthony Edwards, for example. We can already probably call that one. But uh, I would, I mean, Cade is going to be special. So give me Cade. It would be great to have multiple building blocks in the next draft. Yes, that would be wonderful. If you can get two guys that are all-star caliber players, wonderful. Your timeline is bumped up significantly. But if you can get Cade and pair him with Shea and with Baisley, I mean, that's really nice. And then if Poku becomes anything, if Maladon becomes anything, like you're you're on your way. You've got your young, mm-hmm. you've got a young core. And then maybe you can kind of do what they did with Russ and KD is that you go and you're terrible another year, but you know what you have, and then you add that next piece, which was the James Harden piece, you know? And then, I mean, if they if if they can get Cade Cunningham in the draft, which is a huge if. I mean, the, ch- the odds are very much against getting the number one pick for the Thunder, uh, especially today with the team that they have today. It's, it, it's very, un- it's more likely that they don't get it obviously if they were to somehow get that and you have, then you have two real building blocks and Cade and Shea, and then you can go into the next season with a little bit more certainty as to what you're doing and where you're going. Uh, So that's interesting because I don't know if, you know, maybe two months ago you would have counted SGA as a, building block i think you think of him as he could be one of the better players on a really good team but i don't know if like we talk about Cade and pairing him with sga mm-hmm. is that what you want i mean it why could not be why not i mean it's very the way that the thunder are even operating today is would like to move forward as like a very positionless team um and Cade is could be a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Could be a huge part of that. Hey, people that tell me to get better internet, I am trying. My the neighborhood that I live in does not have great internet service. <laughs> Doing the very best I can. I promise. This, this <laughs> morning uh, we were late to start the pod because Andrew had to restart his internet. He has to drive out to the tower. It's true. Climb up, and find his house is like input. Unplug it and put it back in. It's true. It's true. So it's quite quite a process. Uh, at Mater's nine one eight, can we take George Hill to the trade machine? 
please. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's definitely some trade locations that make a lot of sense for him. And his contract is pretty easy to move. We'll say that. It's pretty easy to move. It's under $10 million. I think that you can get him to pretty much any place that you would like. So let's take take him to the trade machine. I think the, the trade that makes the most sense, and we discussed this a little bit earlier, is trading him to the Clippers. That the Clippers could really, really use George Hill, right? And the trade is very simple. It's George Hill for Lou Williams. The Thunder save a little bit of money. You give them, they're going to have to give up some picks. They've got some pretty good second round picks. They've got, like, give me both of these Detroit picks, these Detroit second rounders, because I think Detroit will be bad forever. Um, Why does that fail? This trade was on the Clippers. Uh tax. Oh, they're over the apron. They're hard capped. Shoot. Never mind. Oh, it's not that simple. Never mind. Not happening. They're going to have to. Then they could just give us another small contract. Yeah. To get there. Uh, give us uh, Daniel Oturu. Yeah. Or, I mean, I would ask for Kevin Gelly. That's what I would ask for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Kevin Gelly is any good, uh, but I'd sure like to see if he is. He looks like he's not bad. Yeah. Calvin Gale and Lou Williams that. and those two second rounders for for George Hill. I think that, that that's a deal that makes total sense for both teams. I mean the that's Clippers a, the Clippers need George Hill. Yeah. But do you think they're really giving up that much when they already have two I know Reggie Jackson sucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they'll still, uh, if you're the Clippers, wouldn't you still try to like ride it out with Reggie Jackson and then give up four assets for one? You're trying to win the title this year. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. You think they're just not going to play Reggie, though, if they get Grant Hill? Or Grant Hill. George Hill? Yeah. Hopefully you just never have to play Reggie Jackson, ever. It makes sense. I mean, that would be the ideal scenario. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to get him to the Sixers. I don't think that there's a deal. That's a, one of the things with the Sixers that they don't really have a, um, a good spot for him. The Celtics is kind of the same way. Uh, he'd be great for the Lakers. He'd be great for the Nuggets. He'd be great for Utah. I mean, send him back to Utah. He's played in Utah before. Mavs. I mean, there's tons of teams that make sense for him. You're not going to get a ton back for him. You're just not. The Warriors could use more competent players, like guys that know how to play basketball. I don't know if there's a deal. Like Kavon Looney. You could probably do Kavon Looney and Kent Bazemore and get there. And then you're going to need an asset back from them. Minnesota's second-round pick in 2021. That's a nice, that's a nice pick. For George Hill. I don't know if that gets us quite there. And I'm not sure what the situation is. Yeah. Um, it's trade trade restricted. Um, you can't trade Kim Bazemore right now. But 
I would say that George Hill is not going to be difficult to trade. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about that at all. I think that he is he's definitely has a easy, easily movable contract. Uh, at L Crossland 44, higher ceiling, Baisley or Poku? Higher ceiling? I think you have to say Poku. It's probably right. Who do I who do you think is more likely to get to that place though? I've got to say Baisley. Bays is already really good. He's already super good. He was awesome the other night. I I was very he really impressed. Was. That mid-range jumper that he just he just dribbled into pull up like it was nothing. It's like, "Oh, he just has a lot more. You can tell he has such a varied skill set and such a wide variety of things he can do. Mm-hmm. And even defensively, and that's something you don't really see with now Poku's 18 and we've watched two preseason games, <laughs> but so far he doesn't seem to have good uh, timing on the shop block. Why isn't he protecting the rim? He's got, he's got a ways to go. He's got a lot of development, but his ceiling, he's got a really, high, a, it, yeah, he's got a high ceiling. It's godly. Yeah. I, th- I think he's a God, I think Baisley is going to surprise some people this year. I think he's going to be very good. Uh, at underscore CL12 underscore. Two questions. Who is a better player, T-Ferg with Poku's confidence or current Poku? Wow. <laughs> I think you got to say, I think T-Ferg with Poku's confidence is better. That's one thing that was so frustrating about Ferguson is you did see flashes of him being well not even flashes but he was a consistently very good defender yeah but you saw flashes of shooting and even what his athletic ability was Mm -hmm. so if he was just confident and didn't have if he could only focus a hundred percent on basketball day to day Mm -hmm. i think it would have been a different story with him uh i still think it's poku i I don't think ferg (laughs) has the ability to put the ball on the floor i i'm just not I'm not a team. Wow. Poku's better right now. Yeah, I think current Poku's better. He can dribble. He can he can shoot. Wow. Ferg is like You're a all fun, in. Ferg is a fine defender. I just I'm out. I'm just completely out. Uh is Hami a known loser is question number two. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's gonna And the most important player to this team this year. Yeah, he's the number one guy on the Thunder. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's the number one. He is our favorite player now. Down to dunks, favorite player on the Thunder, Hamadou Diallo. Yeah, he's our guy. Uh, at Arth Arthur rules. Uh, Pokemon usually have one or two evolutions and get better each level. Mm, After two true. preseason looks, do you think Pokemon? is eventually going to have two evolutions and abilities or cap out at one. For example, two levels would be probably making him someone like Dirk in its final form. (laughs) His final form. Um, Man, to get to a Dirk, I mean, if he became as good as Dirk Nowitzki, <laughs> that'd be unbelievable. <laughs> oh, that, Who had, that would be wild. 
What what pick was Dirk? He was like the ninth pick, I think. Something like that. So it wasn't like he was. This wasn't like a uh, Porzingis situation. Room was like, oh, you got to get this guy. He might be the number one pick. Um, he was really good coming into the draft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also the state, like European players, like the the landscape was just different back then. Yeah. I mean, who knows what yeah. what where Dirk would have gone if he was like in the draft today. Mm. Uh, I would so he his, his second tweet says, please overreact to our minimal information on him. So I mean, if we're overreacting, he could def. I mean, Dirk is his final form. He's eighteen. I, I'll say this: he could be better than Dirk in his final form. <laughs> Dirk couldn't handle like this. Dirk, um, yeah, I would. Dirk wasn't the passer that Poku is. <laughs> wow. So I would say his final form is a. Taller, le- skinnier LeBron James, right? Yeah. I mean, Dirk definitely never developed the ball handling skills that Poku has currently. Yeah. He was never point. He was never the point guard for the Mavs, in which I could see Poku being the point guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder, leading yep. them down the stretch in the NBA Finals, hitting a game winner, game seven against the Philadelphia 76ers winning the title and dunking on Terrence Ferguson. <laughs> Terrence Ferguson's still in the league he still at that has, point. He still he got, some, he got something figured out. Uh, at Thunder underscore Scoop, with the success of the Poku song, should we now have Luke make a song or drop for every single Thunder player on the roster? We get to make this decision without Luke. I'd love if we could control Luke's creativity. Unfortunately, he has to, something really has to strike home with him. Yeah. To really get that juice out, you know? It's, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Hopefully we can get, we can get some more out of him because we've gotten two really great songs. We've, (laughs) Amy was like, are you guys going to, are you guys making an album? Is that that what you guys are doing? (laughs) He has, Luke has been wanting us to make an album for a long time. His, yes, a Christmas, a, album. a Christmas album, but we could do a, a Thunder album, right? But like, is Isaiah Roby gonna inspire Luke no, to do something? I won't. Good? I will not. not even if it did, I wouldn't allow it. No, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. At the Frozen Oki wants to know why have I heard serial ads on multiple other Athletic Network podcasts, but not on Down to Dunk? Is this Andrew standing on principle and refusing to endorse a product that he thinks is horrible? Yes. How could it possibly be good? So I I, I probably should stop. Um, at Miguel Devella. <laughs> I was really wanting you to go into it. <laughs> but what would be funny is you do this and it'd be fine because they're not a sponsor on this episode. The next episode, they would become a sponsor and yeah. you would just speak so glowingly. Yeah, I, got, I need to stop. <laughs> Miguel Devella wants to know, who would win in a full court one-on-one match between Poku and Bull Bull? Now that's a freak show. It is. I'd like to see um, it. Probably Bull Bull at this point. I mean, he's had more experience. Like he played in college. 
right? Even for a limited amount of time, like he's just had more experiences than Poku has. He's old. Bulbul is, I mean, if he keeps developing the way he has shown, he's sick. He's sick. And he's probably, I mean, and he's, he's dying. He's of, <laughs> he's a foot injury just waiting to happen though. He just, yeah. he just feels like a guy that is going to break his foot multiple times. Uh, let's see. And Poku doesn't really strike me as that because Bobo is definitely a big. I was right? just thinking about that. I was like, why does Poku not say injury to me? Because he's not. He he's a he's a wing or a guard is what he is, yeah. and he moves that way. When you and when you look at him on the court, I don't know if it's because of his posture or whatever it is, but he doesn't look seven feet. No. When you, when you look at Bobo, you're like, oh my gosh, that guy is a he's huge. Poku doesn't strike me that way. Even seeing him in person the other night, it didn't really strike me as like, wow, this guy's seven feet tall. He's huge. Like, no, like he looks, he looks like a wing. He looks like a guard. But that's what's so strange about watching his body on TV because you know he's tall. Yeah. But he's like a pencil. He's not wide though. A lot of tall people have shoulders that come with it. And so they just look proportionately massive. Yeah. But he just he looks like your width, but seven foot. Yeah, and it looks freaky. Yeah, I mean, Lou Dort looks massive. Yeah, like he looks like a truck, and the man's got a frame. Yeah, he he's bigger. He's bigger than he was last year. Dang. Um, it's that was that was something that was like oh gosh, like he's huge uh at zach deeg you have 100 dollars. you must bet on rookie of the year how much are you putting on teo to win mm. he's plus 4500 on FanDuel. 100 dollars will win you 4500 dollars. i mean i'll put i'll put 50 bucks i'd put 50 bucks on it 50 bucks and i get like 2250 yeah, he's not winning rookie of the year, but like <laughs> worth it though. It's about odds, Andrew. You put money down on odds. <laughs> okay? Flush that 50, 50 bucks 50 down bucks, the toilet. Listen, someone just gave me 50 bucks to buy Nora a gift, but there's just a $50 bill over there. That's not it has not been used yet. What's better? Buy Nora something that she doesn't she's not even aware of or potentially win 22.50. You're not going to potentially win 20. <laughs> You're not potentially going to do that. Let's see. Let me look at the odds. Let's look at the odds for rookie of the year and see what kind of bet you would actually want to make. Um, LaMelo Ball is plus 390 to win rookie of the year. By the way, he's looked really awesome. Yeah. yeah they I just, mean, he just looks fun. Yeah. I think the Timberwolves mm-hmm. should have taken him. Obi Toppin is number two at plus 440. Oh, Jay. Immediately. Immediately. This website is whack because it has Bull Bull on here. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get here. I'm looking at one. Tyrese Halliburton uh, plus 2,000. This one has him at plus 1,500. I'm on the wrong website. Let's go to the Action Network. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. 
Yeah, Lamelo, look at us. We're some gambling guys. Tyrese Halliburton plus sixteen hundred is pretty good. Okay. Even Patrick Williams plus sixteen hundred. He was awesome. Oh, here's the one. Here's the bet. Here it is. I would put all one hundred dollars on this. Is Isaac Okoro plus two thousand? Wow. He has looked really good, man. I would, I would you were on it again. Yeah, I think he could win. He could win it. Like he could actually win it. You talk about Maladon. Like Maladon's really fun. Like he's a good player. He won't win rookie of the year. He's not going to have the stats. But Okoro, he'll have the stats. He'll have he'll have a real shot at winning it. And he's on a team because here's the thing with like Okoro and Lamelo Ball, if they can show out and get their team that's you know people think they're going to be bad teams right Mm -hmm. if you're a rookie on a bad team that's how you win rookie of the year yep tyreek uh my god what's his name kings tyrese halliburton (laughs) no i'm thinking tyreek evans yes tyreek evans (laughs) like tyreek evans his best year was probably his rookie year on the kings yeah, that can happen. That has like Lamella Ball has serious that energy. Yeah, definitely. Alexi Pokushevsky, you can bet plus six thousand to win Rookie of the Year. Throw fifty on it. Throw fifty on it. Ooh, Malachi Flynn plus ten thousand. He's gonna be. Good. Ooh, I don't know who that is. Ooh, Desmond Bain. Ooh, Leandro Balmaro. Yeah, there's no way. Well, Marvel's not even in the NBA. He's not even here. <laughs> well, he might. You're betting on him coming over and then doing really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. At Sam the Swindler, how many OKC fans turned to a life of piracy since it's so hard to watch the Thunder game this year? Am I really supposed to pay $130 a month for satellite service? what is gonna happen i mean you can just go to reddit and find the games if you need to but this is really strange it's it's a mess and i i feel bad because thunder fans can't even watch these games maybe maybe that's for the best maybe they're maybe they know what's coming with the thunder this season they're like guys we're gonna do you a favor trust us but the Thunder cannot be happy about it. How could she? Like no one could be happy about it. It's it's a it's a mess. Sinclair needs to needs to get it together. It's a mess. Yeah, but okay. So someone said League Pass is one nineteen, but you can't watch your team on League Pass. They black it out. Yeah, in market you can't. In market you cannot. So if you live outside of Oklahoma, it's great. Yeah, but for all of us here, you have to get what YouTube TV, I guess. Is it even on YouTube TV? No, no, no. That's the thing. That's one of the things is that you can't get it on Hulu or YouTube TV. You could last year, but that's that's one yeah. of the biggest problems is that if you could get it on YouTube TV, great. You, it's affordable. It's a great service. I mean, I would have it right now if if they had it, but they don't. Um, let's see. Oh, I lost it. I'm going to have to do a lot of editing on this. This is going to be really fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to, I'm really, I'm trying to get everybody's questions answered today. Okay. Back on track. 
at Miguel Devella, what's next for L Man's singing career? When is the album released? Uh, when will he drop all <laughs> drop the All I Want for Christmas is Poku track? It's gonna happen next year because we've already we've we've lost uh, time. Yes. Could he make a Christmas miracle happen though? A week from today is Christmas. You got one week, L Man. You've been called out. He doesn't listen to the podcast. No. He so he'll never know. Yeah. He's been called out, though. At Trav underscore is underscore funny. Will Hami go back to the dunk contest this season? They're not having a dunk contest this season. At JJ <laughs> underscore 05 underscore. Why can't we be okay and just get good picks from Houston and LA like the Celtics did? Because the Celtics can operate in free agency and the Thunder can't. At Red Sox Rebert. What are some things to watch for this year when the team is down by 20 and we're getting depressed? Development of guys like Poku, Shea, and Baisley. At Sticky Wizard, I've been hearing a lot of he's one of the best coaches in the NBA. I always assume one of them means top five-ish. Who are actually the top five coaches in the NBA? Greg Popovich. Dang. What? I was, uh, I, you were on a roll and you kind of lost it there. I did. Yeah. But let's go. Pick it back up. Pick it back up. Go. Doc Rivers. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Greg Popovich, Eric Spolstra, Nick Nurse, Brad Stevens, Rick Carlisle. Okay. Yep. 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 Ding, ding, ding. Favorite Christmas movie? Hoping it's yeah, not. Hoping it's not Home Alone. Why would What's you hope that Home it's Alone? not? Home Alone is a wonderful Christmas movie. However, I prefer Christmas Vacation. Um, at Trav underscore is underscore funny. I found a screw in my tire uh, of my work truck. Are y'all miffed and peeved this week or GMB this week? Are you miffed and peeved? I don't. I don't even know what I am. I guess I'm grateful and blessed because oh, I'm still here, man. Every <laughs> day. Here. Just survive. Every day is a new day. You never know. Uh, Sarah Lav wants to know, have you tried these? We just picked them up at the store this week. They are Reese's Peanut Butter Cups mystery shapes. I've never had them. Huh. They look delightful. Would like to have them. Mom, if you're listening. Bet they're good. It seems like a pretty good Christmas gift. I would take them. Stocking stuffer. Stocking stuffer at only the earth. Luke, how do you feel about the potential of Bullet Club reforming? He's very excited about it. Last question. App and Elephant King. Are we sure that Hami doesn't need glasses? <gasps> oh, he absolutely does not. Now, let me tell you, because if he does, that may improve his... Uh, his play. <laughs> so he does not need glasses. Who was it that got LASIK? Not that long Did ago. Did someone get LASIK? Somebody, it was, there was a player that got LASIK. I'm trying to remember. Let us know on Twitter. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Down to Dunk. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew K. Schlecht. Follow Taylor on Twitter at Taylor's Two Cents. Make sure that you go not to athletic.com. Yeah, you are. Make sure you go to the athletic.com slash down to dunk. You can buy one, gift one. You can give one to a friend or family member. It would be wonderful. And also, we get credit for that. Also, go to iTunes, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review if you have the Purple Podcast <laughs> app. Very easy. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. And we will talk to you again 
on Monday. Danny Green. Danny Green. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.